Welcome to Cocktails and Capital, the working on your business podcast that feels more like grabbing a drink with your best friend. I'm your host, Sarah Tatum, that best friend. I'm the owner of Tatum Accounting, where we invite our clients to take a vacation from their bookkeeping. In this podcast, I'm going to give it to you straight. Talking points and vague tips, we don't do that here. There's a bunch of noise out there in the entrepreneur community, especially when it relates to finances. And when you're trying to run your business, you just don't have time for that. And I know that you would rather be doing literally anything other than recording expenses and logging into your accounting software. So I'm bringing you practical advice without any of the fluff, just like your best friend would. So turn the volume up, grab your gin and tonic, and let's dive into this week's theme. Hello, welcome to episode 39 of Cocktails and Capital. Today we're doing something a little bit different. We're going to start doing some fraud cases. So I have a serious obsession with true crime podcasts, um, like actual true crime podcasts, not comedy crime or anything like that. Um, but I love to know like how something happened how it was solved or not solved, what happened in the end, all of those things. True crime has me completely hooked. And when I can put my one love of accounting and my other love of true crime together into a podcast form for you guys, I think it's super exciting. So we're going to start a little series called Fraud. That's it. That's all it's called. I'm just kidding. I have no name for it. So we're just going to start covering some fraud cases. I'm super excited. We'll do some local um, to Virginia cases. We'll do some international cases. Um, There's tons of fraud to go around. So this will be a series for a while, unfortunately. So today we're going to start off with a case out of China. Um, It is the Luckin Coffee case. If you've never heard of it, don't feel bad. I did not uh, know what this was either until we started researching some crime uh, fraud cases to report on. So let's dive right into it. So Luck and Coffee was a Chinese coffee company uh, founded by Charles Liu in October of 2017. Uh, they quickly established dominance in the coffee industry with their quick service and discounted prices. Sounds a little bit like Starbucks, right? Maybe not the discounted prices part, but the quick service part. Um, and the dominance in the coffee industry, that's for sure. Uh, The cafe became super popular amongst coffee drinkers of China. Uh, Luckin grew very quickly into um, a huge success with opening 1,300 stores in the first year of business, which if you think about it, is absolutely insane. So that is four stores, three and a half stores opening a day. Uh, that's, that's insane. And if we think about like the size of China compared to the size of the U S and how many stores Starbucks has in the U S four stores opening a day, that is insane. Think about the level of construction costs that that would involve. And then think about how much revenue or investment fund you would have to have in order to, um, support that level of construction costs. It's absolutely wild. So again, like with Starbucks, Luckin was kind of challenging Starbucks and wanted to be the largest coffee company in China. And Starbucks was already in China, so they had a huge amount of competition there. And so they kind of like started pushing them out of the market, especially with how many they were opening in a day. 
So by the second quarter of 2019, Luckin had opened 2,963 stores, representing a 374.8% increase from the 624 stores it had at the end of the second quarter in 2018. So almost 400% growth in physical presence in one year. That is insanity. Uh, with this quick expansion, obviously comes a high cash burn rate. What is cash burn rate? It is quite literally how fast you take cash in and how quickly you burn cash on the way out. Um, the high cash rate is a pretty standard KPI that we look at, especially when we're doing financial planning and analysis, because we want to know how stable the cash flow is. And if you have a high cash burn rate, uh, your cash flow is not very stable. It could literally disappear in a day. And if you don't have that consistent income or financing coming in to support that high cash burn rate, we can be out of business in two seconds. So high cash burn rate is um, definitely a concern raiser for financial stability. Now, despite that high cash burn rate and having incurred a net loss of $82 million in 2018, uh, Luckin made its initial public offering on the NASDAQ in May of 2019 and its follow-up offering in January of 2020. It was successfully listed on the stock market and they became, of course, super popular with consumers. Experts had said it would outperform the market uh, in comparison to other coffee shops. Then in January, after their stock price reached a record high, an anonymous email was sent out to stock traders who specialize in short selling. Let's take a quick lesson on short selling. This is something that my husband has recently become like obsessed about. Uh, and so we have like a short selling um, enterprise is not the right word, but a short selling hobby going on. And he has explained it to me so that I can explain it to you. So short selling is when an investor is borrowing a security, so something openly sold on the market, and then selling it on the open market, planning to buy it back later for less money. So what you're doing is buying it higher, selling it lower, because you think that the price is going to fall. Um, it's a very complicated kind of situation that I'll be honest with you, I'm not a financial advisor. I don't want to be. I don't understand uh, <laughs> just know that you're borrowing the security because you think that the price is going to fall. Um, and you're going to buy it back later, hopefully for a lower price than you sold it for. And you're going to pocket the difference. It's essentially like a loan and you're pocketing the difference. Let's call it interest. It's, it's a concept and a half. That's for sure. But anywho, back to this anonymous email. So the anonymous email included a report sent out to stock traders who specialize in short selling. Um, the 89-page report included numbers and evidence that was proven by thousands of people working on the ground in Luck and Coffee stores. Counting customers, copying receipts, and collecting hard evidence for a year and three months, they even had video evidence on how Luckin reached their numbers. A snippet of the email said when Luck and Coffee went public in May of 2019, it was a fundamentally broken business that was attempting to instill the culture of drinking coffee into Chinese consumers through cutthroat discounts and free giveaway coffee. So this anonymous sender sent this email, right? And they did all the work finding this 89 pages worth of data, reporting, formatting it, everything. And they just needed someone to pretty much light the fire on an investigation, right? So Carson Block from the company Muddy Waters LLC 
which is a U.S. investment firm, um, started to po- take an interest in this and posted the anonymous report on Twitter announcing that they were going to short sell Luck and Coffee on January 31st of 2020. If Muddy Waters LLC sounds familiar to you, they were also responsible for cracking the case of another Chinese company scandal back in 2011, Sino Forest. So with this short sell situation, this was not Luck and Coffee's first time with this kind of short sell attack. They kept track of them using public data sources, one of them being the Reg Show threshold list, which will list firms that experience large shorting pressure. Luckin appeared on that list six times before Muddy Waters announced their attack. With Muddy Waters' announcement came a massive selling response, and Luckin's closing price went down 10% from $36.40 to $32.49. It was later revealed that the report was sent by Snow Lake Capital, which is a hedge fund based in Hong Kong. After this aggressive attack, it only took Luckin two days to revert to pre-attack level, which raised some questions of their financial soundness. Now, again, remember we talked high cash burn rate. So how are you supporting all this? So let's talk about cracking the case. Luck and Coffee is required to send audited annual statements to the Securities and Exchange Commission SEC by March. Every publicly traded company is required to send audited financials to the SEC. It is publicly available knowledge. um, And that is one of the requirements of having a public offering. So they're required to do this by March, but they failed to do so. Luckin's auditors also took a look at that lengthy report that Muddy Waters released um, and included it in their audit investigation, as any good auditor should do. Uh, It was confirmed that there were employees who had faked revenue and boosted expense numbers. Uh, Luckin's internal investigation released a report in April admitting to fabricating its earnings worth $310 million for Q2 of 2019 through Q4 of 2019, so three quarters worth of inflation. And that number was confirmed by the auditing firm. Top executives of Luckin, including the CEO and COO, were fired, and Luckin Coffee was delisted from NASDAQ on June 29th, 2020, which is just about five months after Muddy Waters released that report. The shareholders also filed a class action lawsuit against the company and its executives, alleging securities fraud and seeking damages related to the decline of the company's stock price following these fraud revelations. Luckin has also agreed to pay $180 million in fines to settle accounting fraud charges for intentionally and materially overstating its revenue. So what has happened since then? We would just kind of assume that they would like, you know, walk away into the dust and never come back and everything just gone. Uh, No more Luckin coffee. That is not the case. So Luckin had declared bankruptcy, but they have since come out of that and is now under new management by a private equity company called Centurium Capital. And as of August 1st, 2023, Luckin coffee has 9,351 stores, which is surpassing Starbucks in China, um, making Starbucks now the second largest coffee company in China with Luckin being the first. Starbucks is not backing down, though. They do have plans to reach 9,000 stores in t- by 2025. And they have not had any suspicious findings on their financials, and they have plans to relist on the stock market in 2024. So what can we learn from all this? Um, generally, don't have a high cash burn rate. <laughs> um, keep track of your cash flow statement. Keep track of your cash burn rate. Um, do not amplify your overall revenue. That would be fraud. 
literally. Um, don't overestimate your expenses and yeah, don't commit fraud is the basis of this. Um, keep track of your numbers, keep track of them properly, whether you're traded on the SEC, uh, listings or not. Um, do not commit fraud kids. So, uh, short episode today, quick little case. I hope you guys enjoyed this new format and, um, we're going to do some more of it. So I hope you enjoy. Let me know if there's any fraud cases on your mind that you'd like to see. Thanks for listening. We'll see you later. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed today's episode, be sure to subscribe and follow Tatum Accounting on Instagram. You can also do us a huge favor by leaving a review. It's the best way to support us. Let's catch up next week, same time, same place.